to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Have you ever asked yourself, how do I manage my feelings? I have. I think a lot of people have. In fact, most people spend a portion of their life trying to figure out what to do with their feelings. They often ask themselves, how do I manage feelings? That's a very good question. Let's start by discussing what are feelings. Well, typically feelings tell you, listen up, I'm trying to tell you what's going on inside you. And it's a good idea to listen. Feelings give you additional helpful data to live your life well. They can give you strong information or just impressions. Feelings add a whole dimension to celebrating, hoping, waiting, grieving. They add to seeking, loving, exploring, and developing, and so much more. Feelings can be stuffed, ignored, denied, imprisoned. They can be suppressed or even overindulged. Feelings can help you live with more fullness. However, to live by them is a mistake. They can literally take over your life and hijack your ability to manage daily situations. Many people give far too much power to their feelings. They don't just feel their feelings, they become a servant to them. You are still the master, and your feelings should serve you as you manage your life and serve God. Where did feelings come from, and what actually do they accomplish in your life? Well, God gave you feelings. That's where they came from. They are a bit like indicator lights on your various appliances and equipment. They kind of let you know what's going on, what's running, what you need to be aware of. They let you know if something is malfunctioning and even if something has died. They keep you alert to things that are happening inside you and around you. The bottom line? You need them. You really must let feelings be a part of your life. People who don't learn how to manage their feelings can end up in an unhealthy place. They're afraid of what's going on inside them. They may be overwhelmed and may be confused. Perhaps they are directionless because of their feelings. It's possible to even lose yourself in your feelings. Some people even completely shut down because they don't know how to manage their feelings. Shut down, to them, is easier than dealing with how to identify and manage feelings. Because we do need to manage them, we need to talk about what kind of best management is really applicable for each individual person. 
Best management is a flexible thing, and it varies from person to person, but generally there is a line that you can follow that has helpful results. I have 10 things listed here that I think might be helpful to you. Let's go through that list, and you can pick and choose the things that are going to be on your line on how to have best management practices for your feelings. Number one, first, try to understand and identify what feelings are present. This is committing to be real, to be an authentic person. Number two, once you identify, seek God through prayer. Tell Him what you've discovered is going on inside you or what you think might be going on. And if you can, tell Him why you think those feelings might be there. He cares. He wants to know. He already does know, but He wants to hear it from you. Steps one and two, the first one, trying to understand and identify your feelings, and then once you identify them, seeking God through prayer, those are called recognizing your feelings. Number three, resolve to trust God to help with your feelings. He cares how you feel. He wants to help you learn how to apply the amazing resource of feelings that He built into every single person since creation. Resolving to trust God is called faith. Number four, as you begin processing, you will get clues that help you begin to understand your feelings. You need to come to terms with them and admit them. This is called acceptance. Number five, now it's time to prepare to do what is right and best despite how you feel. Just make up your mind to do it. This is called follow-through. Number six, go to Scripture for direction or for comfort and healing. This is your plumb line, and it starts you into a practical plan. Seven, use your intelligence and creativity to fill in the details of your plan on how to manage your feelings. This is your chance to engage your unique skills and personality. Number eight, it helps to tell someone that you trust about your feelings. This is called companionship. Number nine, when you get to this point, before God and man, do what pleases God, no matter what your feelings are doing. This is called obedience. And 10. Keep doing what is right and best. It makes your character grow strong. This is called maturity. As we've already discussed, to manage your feelings, you must identify them. Feelings are not right or wrong, generally. They are indicators that give you necessary information. Let's go through a list of feeling examples and their contrary forms. These six pairs function as indicators for you, giving opposing emotions that show the range of feelings you might have in various situations. They aren't even identified as feelings in some cases, but they describe what might be going on inside you. Figuring this out 
helps you to then move on to put a feeling word to your experience. Again, these are just examples and there are many more. The first set is this. First of all, something might feel very good right now. Or contrarily, something feels very amiss and wrong. Another set would be, I wish this moment could last forever. Contrarily, I'd give anything to skip this moment. Another pair. A deep contentment is now filling my heart. Contrarily, caution rises as concern deepens. You may experience peace about a certain decision. Contrarily, you might feel, I am so confused. This all seems so nebulous. Another set. Confidence surges up into new energy and creativity. Contrarily, my insides are tied in knots and I feel sick. And another final pair. Well-being floods with assurance in my heart right now. Contrarily, frustration rises and stress takes over. It helps to spend time understanding the how, what, when, where, and why of your feelings. Lots of people do not want to put that kind of time and energy into managing their feelings, and that's unfortunate. Answering those questions that we mentioned gives you valuable information about you and how you function and what you can do to affect your world. After all, isn't that why you're here? To be you? To manage your life and to add to the world? That seems kind of big and important. In fact, the answers that you get from the how, what, when, where, why questions actually help you embrace and or even confront your feelings. And it helps you to bring excellent management to your feelings. The answers that you discover can also help you enjoy many of your feelings to the fullest healthy extent. You need to stay in the driver's seat, though, even as you accept and manage feelings. Never let your feelings manage you. Be the manager. God puts you into that place. Let's go through a bit of a summary so far on managing feelings. First of all, feelings are not wrong or bad. God gave them to you. Next, it's normal to have them. In fact, you actually need them. Also, feelings are indicators. They communicate necessary information to you, and you should listen. You really need this data. Another one, they should not be allowed to control your life, especially decisions and responses you must make. They need to be managed, not allowed to run your life. Here's another one. People are often afraid of their feelings. And then this one, it's a sad day when a person decides it's better to shut down than to manage their feelings. And finally, it's important to name feelings, to identify them. This list would not be complete without adding a couple more points. 
Number one and number two, first of all, it helps to pay attention to the issues that are causing your feelings. That's also very helpful data. And then the second thing that we want to add is it's important to God that you talk to Him about your feelings. Be honest. He cares and He will help. Right now, we're going to talk about a dog and how to manage feelings. I, If you run to my website and check it out there, you're going to see that in the article that accompanies this podcast, there is a drawing of a dog. It is uh, really bad. I have a circle for a head, an oval for the body, this kind of, well, crescent thing for the tail, and then some little sticks for legs. So it's a really bad drawing of a dog. However, I really have a point I want to make. So you can see that now in your in your mind. The head of the dog, the body of the dog, and the tail of the dog. Well, we're going to start with the tail. Feelings are like your tail. And that's important. It is not cool to cut off your tail, but it is foolish to let your tail lead you through life. It's much better to go head first into your future. You are not whole without your feelings. Still, that tail can really get going, wagging back and forth. Sometimes you wonder if it's going to wag your back end off completely. All that noise, motion, and busyness can be unsettling sometimes. Other times, a tail wag is very satisfying and encouraging. Now we're going to flip to the front of the dog, that circle that is the head. So you also have a head, a place of logic, thinking and calculating data. This thinking center was created by God to function from a platform of faith. You may disagree with me about that, and I'm okay with that. But to realistically play out every fact that you employ in your brain, it might surprise you how many of those facts are based on faith. Here are some examples. You trust gravity will hold you to the earth. You trust your car will take you to work and not blow up if you maintain it properly. Without thinking, you trust your body will digest the food you eat. It wouldn't even occur to you to tell your heart to keep beating. That's a function that you simply consider as normal. You trust that your chair will hold you when you sit down. And many more. Life is filled with thousands of simple examples of your head functioning inside the world of faith. You are actually oozing with faith. In fact, all your decisions flow from this process. So, to include data points about God is really pretty normal, very appropriate, and a healthy human thing to do. In fact, if you don't include God in your thinking capacity, you are missing a critical piece. God is the only central being who will help you make sense of everything as you apply your mind to the principles of His Word. Your faith head is also where you manage your tail.
Now let's move on to the body, that oval piece that you can see in your mind. The action portion of your life, the body of your life that joins your head to your tail is your follow-through. Everything you think, feel, observe, or process doesn't mean a thing unless you also put a follow-through plan into place. You need to act on the data that you keep in your head. As already mentioned, you also need to manage your tail that keeps wagging back and forth. Decisions and choices reveal your management of both ends of your life. Why not become a mature and intellectually, emotionally, relationally healthy person? Follow-through gives you opportunity to choose what is pleasing to God, what matters most in life, what is loving and kind, and what brings best solutions to problems. And that's what the body of your life is dedicated to. Just a couple application thoughts and questions to help with managing your feelings. I want to ask you, so how is your dog? Faith, follow-through, feelings, all are important to have a healthy dog. What do you typically do with your feelings? Do you find yourself being controlled by them or do you manage them? Have you found the blessings that are associated with your feelings? Do you rely on their helpful, strong information to help you navigate your life decisions? Have you surrendered your feelings to God to serve in His excellent ways? Have a good week as you explore managing your feelings. Remember, faith, follow-through, and feelings managed properly give you a very healthy life. God bless you. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.